Hi, this is Valerio De Stasi in Milan, Italy, answering a question for the Society of Advice. The question is, what is your unfair advantage? What are you better at than most, and how did you get that way? Let's dive in. When I read this question, kind of an assignment from Carl about my unfair advantage, my mind went straight to my brand of soft and technical skills as a financial advisor. To understand how this evolved, we need to head back 25 years in time. I graduated in marketing in 1995, and specifically in environmental marketing. I consider myself among the pioneers of green marketing, and we're talking about 1995, before ESG became part of the financial markets lexicon, and no one was talking about green concepts in marketing, and even less applying that to finance and investing. So I thought this would be a great way to start my career as, you know, one of the first green marketing professionals almost in the world. No company at the time, though, thought anything of my ideas. So I went from disappointment to disappointment, from one rejection to another. So one day, back in 1995, JP Morgan invited me to London to interview for a place in the financial markets graduate training program. I didn't know anything about financial markets. I didn't know much about JP Morgan, but I said, okay, fine. Let's go and see what this is all about. A week after my assessment center in London, I got offered a job at JP Morgan. Just like that, my dream of a green marketing career was happily left behind. I was with JP Morgan for two years, then arrogantly left and went to work for a Japanese company. Uh, to work as an equity salesperson. And then I was headhunted by Mary Lynch to do exactly the same thing and move back to Milan to open the Asian, Asian equity sales desk. 15 years in equity sales flashed by, during which time I developed a repertoire of skills, not just in analyzing companies and equities and markets, but also in communicating and advising institutional fund managers. In a sense, marketing never really left my blood. At that time, though, I never envisioned myself one day advising retail investors on how to invest their money because up to that point, my entire professional life was steeped in large impersonal institutions, putting billions of dollars to work and coming up with the best way to perform arbitrary numbers known as benchmarks set by other large impersonal institutions. You know, how silly was that? I mean, trying to understand whether a particular asset class, a mutual fund, that particular style of investing would be useful and a good fit for the retail investors had never crossed my mind. That part of the key input to successful investing is to understand each individual retail investor, their goals, their objectives, their constraints and desire in life would be something I would have never considered. After 10 years at Mario, I was made redundant in 2008 when bust the week after Lehman's. And it came as an absolute shock to me. Someone doing something really arcane in the US with subprime mortgages lost me my job in Milan. I went to another bank, Standard Chartered, where I was made redundant again three years later as the head of origination for Southern European banks. The worst possible time to be in such a position because the European sovereign debt crisis, Greece, Spain, Portugal was just unfolding and banks were failing across Southern Europe. It was an emotional setback like no other, going through two redundancies in less than five years. I decided I had enough. This was something I would not wish even on my worst enemy. So I said to myself, why don't I apply these technical institutional skills to advising retail investors that simply have no access to the ideas, the flow, and the quality of advice 
the professional managers get from bulge bracket investment banks. I will do it as a fee-only financial advisor, so I'm free from serving any fund house and could provide truly independent advice. I said arrogant to myself that this is going to be easy because you know retail clients don't know anything at all about financial markets, how they work, how to value an equity, what is the difference between an equity and a fixed income instrument. And I would do great because I would have all the tip, all this at the tips of my fingers so that whatever I say, they will follow and adore me for it. Well, I was obviously completely wrong because I entered the profession without a real calling, uh, let's be honest, and I didn't know anything about this profession in general. After a few years of making mistakes, trying to be seen as the technical expert and managing people's portfolios, I understood that technicalities had absolutely nothing to do with what people want from you when they seek advice. In fact, nothing at all. I mean, they need to know that you have done technical things in the past, that you have a track record, you know, a career JP Morgan, a Merrill, helped build credibility. But you know, they just want to know that you are not some fly-by-night uh, pretender and that you know what you're talking about. But that's all the resume uh, is for. I mean, what retail investors truly want from you is empathy, to understand who they are as individuals, their problems, fears, and holding them when they feel insecure, i.e. when markets are volatile, for example, educate them rather than patronize them, and ultimately making them feel uh, that you are as invested in their interest, interest as they are. So forced by circumstances, I shared my initial arrogance. I managed to develop a new unfair advantage through humility and empathy. The humility one develops after a high-flying career came to an abrupt end. The obstacles in my journey made me stronger mentally and psychologically and more empathetic towards people who also struggle. People who struggled with their finances, who didn't understand anything about financial markets, who were looking for someone who understood their fears, their desires, their concerns about retiring, and about how to finance their kids' education. I understood because I'm one of them. I went through the same issues, you know, losing my job like many others. I had to learn new ways to make a living. I also struggled to control my emotion when I invest, you know. I, I grapple with self-doubt when I make mistakes. In the end, it was the rejections and pitfalls of my professional life as much as the milestone that built me up to the financial coach I now am, creating or applying this unfair advantage beyond how to beat a benchmark to providing advice on how to manage a client's finances as a whole. It is empathy coupled with the technical expertise developed in the past that helped me solidify trust in my clients, clients who see me as a good mix between the technical expert and the financial coach. They turn to me for any decision they have uh, to make when uh, it comes to having to spend money, be it how to finance the purchase of a home, a car, which university to choose for the kids, whether they should invest in this startup or this other, whether they should put their estate in order sooner rather than later. I speak the same language as them. I was one of them, albeit with a bit more knowledge on what to do with money. Empathy overlaying strong technical knowledge is my unfair advantage. That's my answer for the Society of Advice.